our Apartment 7 podcast. The one and only Apartment 7 podcast, hosted by us. My name is Anna. I'm Miles. I always say that really weird. It's okay, we'll go with it. Say it not weird. I'm Miles. So Anna, what are we talking about today? First of all, I just want to share how our little baby boy turned one years old. Okay, can you explain what our baby boy is? Our baby boy is our obnoxious tiger. He's a house cat and he's sleeping next to us right now. He's huge. He's huge and he's muscular. So when he jumps on you, he like knocks me down. Yeah, he's big boy. Sorry. When he jumps on me, he knocks me down. He doesn't knock me down. I can take it. I said when he jumps on you, it knocks me down. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) that's a funny thought. But no, that doesn't. That's not what actually happens. What are we doing today? Have you guys heard about the questions that you can ask a stranger that's like supposed to make you fall in love with them in the end? It's 36 questions that you ask each other and they like go in different sets of questions. And like the further you get in the sets, the more intimate they're supposed to be. So by the end of the questions, even if it's like a stranger, you're supposed to be like in love with them. I don't know if the audience at home has heard of that, but I have. Just a little background on the study. It actually was done by psychologist Arthur Aaron. Aaron? I don't know how it's spelled. A-R-O-N. Is that Aaron? Yes. A-Ron? A-A-Ron. Rotgers. (laughs) What? I don't know if you've ever seen the Key and Peele. No. It's a it's a comedy sketch in Aaron Rodgers. That's how he says his name. Okay, well, this was done by psychologist Arthur A. A. Ron. <laughs> Just kidding. It was only one A. And it was done in 1997. Did I say that? I forget. He just said it, yeah. He just tested the idea of, like, two strangers getting in a room and, like, one set of people had discussion, like, whatever, discussions for 45 minutes. And then the other set of people had, like, these... 36 questions that they asked each other he followed up with them six months later or something and a couple of the people from the group said that they're still in love coincidence i don't know so are we gonna try the questions or just talking normal discussion for 45 minutes today i think it would be fun if we asked each other some of the questions not all 36 because that would be kind of obnoxious but if we just kind of went through the questions and got a feel for the nature of them and see if we fall in love in the end. Yeah, let's see. Because we're clearly not already in love. We actually hate each other. <laughs> no, no, no. We don't. We're in love. Well, we can't be oh, in sorry. love before the questions. No, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Right now we don't like each other. And then by the yeah. time we go through the questions. We should have gotten a fight before this. No, probably not. There's three sets. So I will take five questions from each set. 15 we'll questions? We'll have to kind of rapid fire it, okay? Okay. So don't like take too much time. Yeah. Given the choice of anyone in the world, whom would you want as a dinner guest? Alive or dead? I'm going to assume that means they have to be alive. I would say someone that has been on the moon. That'd be cool. I think they would have a very unique perspective on things. Yeah. I don't really know exactly which astronaut, but somebody that's been on the moon like i think that's a pretty common question just in general yeah so i had people ask me this before and i've actually had a very similar answer to yours but i'll try to think of something else i do agree sitting down with someone who has been on the moon is pretty cool and i would be all down for that but since i can't pick the same answer i'm gonna pick someone who has like who's older has a lot of life experience and who has like traveled the world and like really immersed themselves into many cultures and just spent their life like sailing the world or just like flying around the world stuff like that before making a telephone call do you ever rehearse what you're gonna say and why a little bit i think i used to not do this 
but since I've like gotten older and don't want to have as much small talk if I'm actually like talking to somebody and need to get something across, I'll go through my head like these are the points I need to get across, but never like word by word or anything like that. That's interesting. I'm kind of the opposite. Although like I used to write out like a whole script word for word of what I was going to say, probably just because I was like nervous to talk to people on the phone millennial problems classic and now that i have more experience talking on the phone and like i have to talk on the phone for work and i had to for like my last job as well i think just from that experience i don't really have to plan what i'm gonna say anymore i mean obviously i know the reason why i'm calling them (laughs) so it's not like i have no idea what we're gonna talk about but i feel like i don't have to write it out anymore yeah i remember you you used to get a little bit more nervous about calling people and getting that type of stuff done and you would rehearse it a little bit more. Yeah. I think I would rehearse it a lot more when I was like calling about an internship or a job interview. I mean, not only was I kind of had the nerves about calling someone in general, but then I also had the nerves about like, do I sound professional? In the end, it doesn't really matter. They're going to figure out how you talk. Yeah. You can't really hide that. (laughs) No. All right. What's next? What would constitute a perfect day for you? I think you should start off on this one. Oh, good idea. A perfect day for me would be, honestly, I feel the best when I'm traveling. Like, I'm always in the best mood when I am able to, like, learn new things, be in a new place, meet new people, and you just happen to get that as you're traveling. And there's also, like, the, there's also the, like, responsibility, the courage, the, I don't know, the adventurous spirit that just comes, all those things come out. I don't know. I just really like when I can hone in on those traits. That's pretty lame. <laughs> no, that's good. That made me, th- I didn't even think about like a perfect day could be on vacation. Some people probably have like, oh, I go to this particular thing at this particular place. But I think for me, it's like I wake up, I go to a market of some kind and then like interact with people there. I don't know if that's like a, a food market or like a something else market. It's not definitely not a craft market. <laughs> or a flea market um, not a flea market like an antique market. maybe like a because we went to that one in cuba which was really cool okay it was like an antique it's not a, a flea market like you would typically think of in this the united states because those ones are a little bit different than ones i've seen abroad in my very little yeah. experience so probably like a market and then you kind of like get something cool from there whether that's like cool food or cool poster or artwork oh my gosh artwork or whatever you want to get or even like even if you don't buy something, it's still cool to look around. Oh yeah. Um, and then what else? Yeah, just like my my day would be filled with really good food, I think, and then just really good conversation with either friends or people that I don't know, which is also very fun. Yeah, you're starting to make me think about like what my perfect day would be at home. <laughs> yeah, they're very different. They're not very different. I things. feel like I, my my answer is kind of a cop out. Well, mine is too. And that's two for two on cop-out answer. Wait, two for three. How many questions have we done? Three. Okay. Question four. Do you have a secret hunch about how you will die? I do. I have two. What are your hunches about your death? I think I'll either be in a tragic car accident and I'll just die instantly. Okay. My second one is I'll just die in my sleep randomly like at a young age that's so peaceful hopefully not at a young age you're young right now <laughs> yeah why do you think that's so peaceful those are my secret hunches every night before i go to bed as i close my eyes i just think i could die tonight <laughs> wow i think the hunch for me and we're gonna take it to a whole another depressing level is probably cancer i feel like that's just 
you being like more reasonable just because cancer is so common you're just like yeah everyone gets cancer so is that another cop-out answer i feel like it okay. yeah you're that's a more that's a very me answer it's, it's very a very realistic. realistic answer you have to look inside yourself have you ever had a dream about you dying have you ever i have my eyes closed i'm thinking i am in a hospital room cancer. and i have cancer <laughs> okay fine Okay, and then this will be the last one of the set one. For what in life do you feel the most grateful? The friends I have and like the opportunities that <laughs> Anna's pointing at herself. Um, okay, let me rephrase that. <laughs> the thing I'm most grateful for is Anna. Yes. <laughs> okay, you can stop there. <laughs> what I'm most grateful for? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> just the friends, the people around me, I think. And that I don't have that many friends, but that... I can count on them. And you? This is kind of cheesy. Kind of just as cheesy as yours. I'm grateful for my health in a way. Although I do complain about my health a lot. Like my back is achy. Listen to me, everybody. This girl's back. Oh my gosh. Yeah, but then you like <laughs> have to put in perspective. Like my back is way better than yeah, it's a lot of other people's backs. So I should just be grateful for it. I mean, I can see, I can walk. I can hear, like, I should be very grateful, and I am grateful, especially since I have Crohn's disease. I actually have been in, like, remission for, I think, a few years. I don't know. I'm, I'm just gonna say I think. I mean, I have to, like, make sacrifices to do it, which I don't really consider them sacrifices anymore. And also you, Miles. And also me. Everybody hear that? Miles. Do you think everyone who's listening to this podcast will just fall in love with both of us since... We're answering all the questions. I mean, yeah, the logic checks out. If you fall in love with us in this podcast, make sure you leave a review. And you tell your friends, and then they'll fall in love with the podcast as well. Set two. If a crystal ball could tell you the truth about yourself or the future or anything else, what would you want to know? I just freaking want to know. <laughs> <laughs> what do you freaking want to know? We're going to have to... This is not a clean podcast anymore. I just freaking want to know if you're what gonna... my career is going to be <laughs> and where we're going to be living. Right now, that's like the big thing in this household. Especially since we are getting married soon in four months today, by the way. We'll be getting married. Just me clapping. We're kind of thinking more about life and what we're going to do after we're married because we have talked about moving. I don't know. We're really up to moving anywhere. It could be internationally or th like somewhere in the U.S. As long as we're moving to another apartment seven. Yeah. Then we can keep the podcast going. You know, what goes along with moving is what my career is going to be, what I'm going to be doing. I won't be able to do what I'm doing now and work for the company that I'm working for if we move. Yeah. No, that's a really good answer. Mine's kind of cheesy, but kind of along the same lines. Just like knowing even though like if you just trust the universe you'll know this but just like knowing that everything will be okay with ever whichever whatever decisions you make like if we move away trusting that everything's gonna be fine whatever we do like we'll be able to find work or find a place to live or find whatever is there something that you've dreamed of doing for a long time and why haven't you done it if you in this scenario you wouldn't have done it there's a lot of things i guess yeah, we're so young. Yeah. There's a lot of things I've dreamed of doing. Earlier this week, maybe last week, I thought I should start a pizza restaurant. 
<laughs> that was yesterday. That was yesterday? Oh yeah. my goodness. I'm losing track of time. I think we're on the same page with this one. Um, something that I've like dreamt of doing is kind of like we've dreamt of doing it is having our own business of some kind or just like working for ourselves. That's yeah. definitely something I've dreamt of, of. I've dreamt of for a long time. I think it just hasn't happened yet because we're so young. Like we're already thinking about it. So I think we're on the right track. I and mean, we haven't thinking doesn't really get you that far. But I think it's the the next step to actually doing something. And is that answer for both of us? Yeah. Okay, perfect. What is your most treasured memory? I need a minute to think about it. Okay, well, while you're thinking about it, <laughs> I'm going to answer. One, one whole minute of silence in this podcast while I think about it. I'm going to say, I'm actually going to say two. My, tra- my most treasured childhood memory is like spending time at my grandma and grandpa's house. I guess it's the whole just idea of spending my summers there, but also eating peaches on the porch. Peaches on the porch. Yeah. That's a good name for a band. In 2015, I was studying abroad in New Zealand for like four or five months, and we had a two-week spring break. So I went on a road trip of the South Island of New Zealand with what were basically four strangers. Like I knew one of them, or I guess I knew two of them, like kind of, but they, everyone was basically strangers. We didn't really know each other that well. And somehow, like luckily, was able to join this group of people going on this trip. And that's just like, I guess the whole trip in itself is just like a really treasured memory. And we kind of came out of it as really good friends with really great experiences. One of mine is study abroad. The other one is related to study abroad. Oh, Wait, one of yours is just study abroad, no. and then the second one is related to study abroad? No, one of them is directly an exact moment in study abroad. Okay, what is it? Let me, let's back it up, okay? My first one is when I was in high school, I went to France for 10-ish days. That was the first time I traveled kind of like without family members and just like on my own. It was the first time I got to travel kind of by myself without like my family or any. I mean, I knew people in my class, but like not anything else. It was just a really good first experience for seeing the world. And it kind of gave me the the urge to travel more after that. So it was kind of like the, I got the travel bug from that. And when I was studying abroad in Australia, and I don't know most of the people that I was with because I had just met them that day, but I was in like a bar where all like just people from the UK, people from Australia, people from the States, all just like chatting over a beer. I just remember looking around. I'm like, this is what's happening right now. It was very surreal. And then the song, like, Ho Hey, you know that song? Mm-hmm, by the Lumineers. By the Lumineers. There was like a band playing or something. And that song started playing. We were all singing it. And it was just very surreal to like be like, this is like perfect, like with these strangers and just having a great time. You guys could all bond over yeah. the song. Well, just like, not even just that, just like bonding over talking about life and all this other stuff. So just like that connection I made just for that one night. I don't even remember anybody's names except for the people I went with. Um, it was just very surreal and a special moment. I think this next one is going to be pretty obvious. So there is a right answer for this one. <laughs> 
if you knew that in one year that you were going to die suddenly, what would you change or would you change anything about the way you're living now and why? I would probably quit my job and just go around the world. Yeah. Spend all my money. I would feel bad for my cats. but I would go around the world and travel and spend your money. (laughs) (laughs) No, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> no yeah i would just go around the world and spend your money <laughs> no it would be the same though yeah there's like travel but also i would still get married and we'd find our way there we would find our way there no but i mean we'd travel all around then we'd make sure we're oh yeah we'd stop in iceland yeah. to get married yeah. yeah i would also emphasize like not only travel but travel with like family yeah and friends that's a lot of leverage to put on your friends and family. Like, hey, this is this is the last time. Hey, I'm dying. You need to travel with me. Yeah. You have no choice. Set three is supposed to be the most intimate. Welcome to the Apartment 7 podcast. This is the intimate hour. Complete this sentence. I wish I had someone with whom I could share blank. Do you have an answer for this right away? I wish I had someone with whom I could share the want for babies. <laughs> Miles doesn't want babies. This, that's not making the edit, right? Or is it so you can get your friends and family to... Gang up on you? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I already look like the bad guy in this scenario. <laughs> okay. This next question, instead of it being like for each other... We're going to say the things to the people who are listening to this podcast. Let me explain. The question is, if you were to become a close friend with your partner, share what would be important for him or her to know. But we're going to do, if we were to become really close friends with you, the person who's listening. Yeah, I'm talking about you. You're not talking about me. We're going to share... One thing that would be important for you to know about us, if you're going to be close friends with us. If you're going to be my friend, you have to know that I'm really bad at texting. It's nothing personal. She does it to me. The one she loves doesn't text me back. I don't text back. So if you are going to be friends with me, I expect (laughs) that if you want to hang out, which if you're going to be friends with me, I expect that we will hang out. Of course. Once a week. Once a week on Tuesdays at 8 o'clock. I expect that you will call me <laughs> and I can call you. And there's no texting involved because I will never, ever, ever, ever respond. And I've lost a good amount of friends because of this i'm being serious Please. people think i don't like them because i don't text them back but it's not personal i just don't text back i don't know do you think it's personal like even though i'm saying it's not do you think if i'm not texting him back that makes it am i not seeing something here if you were talking to me miles i would say that sometimes it is annoying but i think since you've just told them this they'll know what to expect so our new friends that are our new listener friends are going to be okay with it because they have to be my new friends will call me okay if you're going to be my friend you have to know that if you are constantly late to things we're probably not gonna be friends because 
I like to be as punctual as I can be. Okay, there's nothing worse than having plans with someone that you haven't seen in a long time, like an old friend. And then the time that you have planned to meet rolls around and they just don't show up. Yeah. And it's been like an hour and then they show up and they're like, oh, sorry, like this happened or whatever, which is fine. But if it happens every single time you see that person, it's just... Like if I was going to become smart. a new friend with you, that would be a big deal. There, I have a couple friends that are kind of just known for being late so i like i just take that in consideration if i tell I them, if i if tell them have... to be here at seven thirty, i know that really means eight o'clock yeah if you already have the expectation i guess it's fine but if you're gonna be my new friend oh boy you better be on time <laughs> tell me what you like about me are you just trying to for me to like raise your ego on this or is this one of the questions <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the questions and sometimes it's frustrating, but I, I think it helps both of us grow as people is you challenge me on things such as this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> well, you're asking me all these questions and then like people that know me, I'm not very, obviously it's just us in a room, but like, I'm not very extroverted. I don't know. Just stuff like this. Like you're like, we should do this podcast. And so I probably wouldn't say yes to everyone. I make you kind of like get out of your comfort yeah. zone. Yeah. Okay. I like it. I'll you- take that. Okay, good. For me, you can't just say my pizza or my cooking. Guys, his homemade pizza is the best. If you ever want to have a homemade pizza night, please come on over. We will accept you anytime. Just give us a heads up. Call me beforehand so we have the supplies. Yeah, but when you uh, decide on what time you're going to come, make sure you're on time. If you come late, we're not having pizza. We'll have broccoli. Broccoli? Gross. (laughs) I love broccoli. I love the stems broccoli stems yeah it's the best part of broccoli okay anna you've stalled long enough (laughs) what do you like about me (laughs) okay this one's kind of cheesy and i feel like it's something that married people always say about their other half but it's like you make me a better person (laughs) in that you are way you can be way nicer and have like a more positive perspective about a situation where I might just come out of it like really mad. You usually are more like positive about it and can see the humor in things. This is how this is the stage of like you being mad at something and me trying to help. I make jokes. You get more mad. <laughs> I make joke, Anna get mad. <laughs> <laughs> I make jokes. Anna gets more mad. I make yeah. more jokes. Anna gets annoyed. And then I make like the last joke and on a, there's just like a little smirk or a little laugh <laughs> and then i'm like i've done my job you correct me <laughs> that's actually wow you have a formula to this it was a secret formula but gosh now that i know it's not gonna work no it'll still work it's foolproof okay speaking of things that you joke about oh what if anything is too serious to be joked about everything can be joked about i disagree i think there's a time and place like like the too soon you can't joke about things like right after they happen but i think part of like the healing process is humor for a lot of people i think if it affects someone else affects someone else's emotions if it's about someone else it's not about you it's not to be joked about because that could really impact someone you might think it's funny, but that person going through that situation might not think it's funny and take it like very seriously. You have no business being there. 
Share an embarrassing moment in your life. I have so many embarrassing moments. I don't have that many embarrassing moments. I think your embarrassing moments are only things where you're just embarrassed for me. (laughs) That's how many embarrassing moments I have. I feel like all of my embarrassing moments are just sad, though. (laughs) They're like, oh, like like cringy. Yeah. Yeah. One of my most embarrassing moments was, I guess... It's, this is this is definitely not the top most embarrassing moments, but probably in like the top 20. Oh, jeez. Somewhere. <laughs> Your top 20? I have a lot of embarrassing moments. It was my first week of being a resident assistant. I decided that I want to write out birthday cards for all of my residents, like when their birthdays rolled around. And I would have everyone on the floor sign it. And so it was like the first week, so I was just getting a hang of like who everyone was, where they lived. I obviously didn't really know the person yet, but while I was going around the floor, like knocking on everyone's door, I had like one last door to go to, and it happened to be the person whose birthday it was. But I didn't know, so I was like, hey, there's this girl on her on this floor, her name's blank. Her birthday's this week. I have this card. I'm just going around getting everyone to sign it. And I said that to her face. Like, it was her birthday. I was so embarrassed. She was literally like, that's me. And I was like, oh, no, I'm so sorry. So I never did a birthday card after that. Did you give her the card at least? Because everyone signed it. I did give her the card. Yeah. That's nice of you. I But I didn't give anyone else a birthday card. Although now, obviously, I know all of my like previous residents and what their faces look like and what their names are. I was really ambitious for you to do that but I was a very ambitious RA. So I was a child I was probably like 12 or something I don't know you know those big chest freezers that usually have like in a garage or something. Okay so like the ones that open from the top. Yeah ours had a metal handle and it was in our garage. And it was all like rusty, not rusty, but like old. It was an old metal handle. And I was like running in from the garage. And what I always do is I would put my hand on the metal handle and then put my other hand on my mom's car because it was like on the way to the door. And what I did is I did that and my hand on the freezer slipped and like sliced open my hand. So I had this huge gash on my hand. I probably should have got stitches, but I never did. And it was just, like, the dumbest way I could possibly injure myself. And that's probably, like, the worst injury I've had since. Apartment 7 contains everything we own, which is Imagine. Apartment 7 catches on fire. Mm-hmm. Everyone's safe. We're both safe. The cats? Elfie and Darcy are safe. The cats are safe. The fish are safe. You have time to safely make a final dash to save one item. What would it be? Neither of us really have items that we're attached to. It'd be pretty easy for us to leave pretty much everything behind. So in that case, I would go in and grab just like the high, the highest value items because that would just be a pain to replace. Yeah, that's Although I do have apartment insurance, which would cover those things. So yeah. in that case, maybe I just, I don't really care to grab anything. Just maybe like my phone and my wallet. Yeah, I don't have a good answer for this. <clears throat> I mean, we have like pictures, but. I mean, nowadays you can print exactly. anything. So maybe my bike. 
You just come <laughs> my, out with your bike. My crappy bike that I've had for like six years. Can we take our tent so we have somewhere to sleep? Yeah, sure. Okay. I guess I would be hoping that I'm wearing my Madewell jeans. Yeah, you're hoping you're wearing some clothes you like, but clothes can be bought. Yeah, but my Madewell jeans. <laughs> <laughs> so if you liked this podcast... And you want to hear some more like it, we could do another that we maybe do more of these questions or do like get to know us type of questions. I feel like we just keep telling you guys to comment in our Instagram posts, but I really want to know what you guys would be interested in hearing, what you would want an episode to be about. We would love any feedback that you guys have, whether it's positive or positive. Yeah, we only want to hear yeah. the positive feedback. If you have negative feedback, um... Go write a review on somebody else's podcast. For real, though, give us any type of feedback. We would love to hear it. Thanks for listening. We really, really, really appreciate it. You guys are seriously the best. If you have made it to episode three, you're the bomb. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. I don't think that's how it goes. <laughs> okay, thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.